Hi, thanks for joining us on the Renewed Mind Life podcast. I'm Carol. And I'm Denise. This is a place for Christian women who are ready to experience the freedom that comes from trusting God with your mind, body, and spirit. Hi, everyone. It's Cheryl. Denise and I are not in the same room this time, so we're having to record remotely. And this is going to be really different. We're going to be talking about love. And Denise is going to go into some really wonderful scriptures that describe God's great love for us and um, why he loves us and what we should do in response to that love. I'm going to go into some history about Valentine's Day as we're coming up to that holiday and also talk about the people in our lives that we love and those that we don't love and what we need to do about that. And our daily declaration for this is God is love and love is God. God is love and love is God. Denise is going to give us our focus verse and start us out. And I'll see you in a little bit. Do you enjoy spoiling your loved ones with candy, flowers, cards, and gifts on Valentine's Day? Well, as long as you're not loving anyone or anything more than God or Jesus, then you're good to go. So the best thing to do is to make God your Valentine. Oops. The cat's out of the bag. Yes, the journal topic this week is to write a love letter to God, or to Jesus if you prefer. Then email them to us. We would love to read them on the next episode, with your permission, of course. Well, let's get started. This week's focus verse is 1 John 4.19. We love because he first loved us. Wow, that's very powerful. He first loved us. Have you ever wondered why he loves us so much? The simplest answer is because God is love. Well, that's a little tricky to explain, though. God is love. What does that even mean? God is love. Well, God is love. If you first, uh, if you look at 1 John 4, 8, the one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And 1 John 4, 16, we have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. So when we look at these, we know how much God loves us and how much we put our trust in God. And God is love. He doesn't just love us. He is love. And love, well, you take all his attributes and combine love, it becomes self-sacrificing love, benevolent love, agape love. And that's, that's just what makes God. Therefore, God is love. So, I know, I've probably just confused you even more. I guess the best description, really, the best description of agape love, um, you know, I would say 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And we talked about that a little bit last week, I think. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. Love does not brag. Is not arrogant does not act unbecomingly, it does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. But now faith, hope, love abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. That I would say is definitely the best example of agape love, and which is how God loves us, which God is love. So that's going back to the initial question. Have you ever wondered why he loves us so much? 
Well, because God is love. And then it says the greatest gift is love. So the greatest gift is love. God is love. So God is our greatest gift. Wow, that is powerful, right? So, you know, when you're thinking about Valentine's Day and, you know, some of us sit around. I know I did for years, especially when I was drinking. I had the poor me's. Pour me, pour me, pour me a drink. I don't anymore, which is fabulous. I don't ever have to again. Why? Because I know that God is love. And I not only have God, but I have Jesus. And in my sobriety, I've been blessed with the reconciliation of my relationships with my children and a wonderful husband who can also be my Valentine. Yes, I'm that cheesy mom who gives Valentine cards to my kids. And, you know, so, you know, before I come up with topics for um, the podcast, I, uh, I pray. You know, Cheryl and I come up with a lot of topics um, together. And before I even present a topic to her, I'll pray. And so I was thinking, okay, I want to do something for Valentine's. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pray and see what comes up. So I was praying and thinking about the Valentines and my children getting them cards this year. And then a verse came to me. It was one of my favorite verses. I love when one of my favorite verses comes to me, and which is just so nice. And that verse was Deuteronomy 6, 5, which says you should love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And that means everything, everything, right? All your heart, all your soul and all your might. Oh, that's everything, everything. So all in, you are all in, all your heart, all your soul, all your might. So are you all in? Because you know what? Let's look at John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life, right? So God was all in when he gave us his son as a sacrifice for us. So are you all in? What does all in mean? Think about it. It means that is how much he loves us. He, God, God is all in. How much do you love him? How much do you love God? Are you all in? I'm sure it's much more than wanting him to be your Valentine on Valentine's Day. So before I turn this over to Cheryl, I just wanted to give you a random piece of Bible trivia in case you're ever in a Bible trivia contest. So here you go. Depending on which version of the Bible you're reading, the word love is mentioned over 300 times in the Bible. So there you go, take that. And I hope you have enjoyed what I've had to say about love, agape love, and being all in. Denise, thank you so, so much for reminding us how much God loves us and for the beautiful verses that we can refer to as we enter into this season of love, right? The Valentine's Day holiday. And speaking of which, I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day because I know that there's really just some confusion because it's all about the hearts and Cupid with his little bow and arrow and all of that. And really, we, we can actually trace back the beginning of the Valentine's Day holiday to um, a couple of 
different priests um, or saints that were celebrated. Um, it originated as a Christian feast day, and that's what holiday is. It's a holy day. And there were two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine. And then there's some traditions that go along with it, some folk traditions about how um, during the um, period of England that was known at, you know, during the courtly love, 14th, 15th centuries, uh, when certain wars were going on, there were being, you know, people's being captured by others. And um, it was against the law to marry anybody that wasn't approved by the king. And so that meant that some of the peasants in the, you know, country would go in England, they would go to the, the priest, and there were some priests who would marry them um, covertly. And so this Valentine's Day then became uh, associated with that. And Valentine's Day now, that's where we get the, the doves, the figure of the winged Cupid. Um, and then, in, of course, we have to commercialize and monetize everything, right? So in the 19th century, then Valentine's Day cards were mass produced and it became a real you know, reason to sell chocolate and flowers and all of that. So that's why we celebrate Valentine's Day. It was added to the calendar of saints in 400, the year 496 AD. And it is celebrated as, you know, Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day in various Christian denominations. And um, it's just fun. It's fun. And it, it can be kind of isolating if you feel like you don't have, uh, you know, you're not, you're not part of another half, right? You don't have a lovebird. But, you know, like Denise said, Jesus is our true love. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to let us down. He's never going to forsake us. So this is something that we can count on. Uh, and when we think of Valentine's Day, I hope that you do think of Jesus as your Valentine. Now, I wanted to talk about the people that we love. So ask yourself, who is it that you love? And for some of us, it's really easy. We can name, you know, first of all, God. I love God. I love God as the Trinity. So I love the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Um, I have such immense feelings of just being in his presence. It just makes me feel so good. It's life-giving. And the other things, people that I think about are my husband, of course. Um, he gave me a promise ring on our first Valentine's Day. And, you know, that was really special. And then he gave me our um, my engagement ring the following Valentine's Day. So it's a really special day for me. But um, I also love my children. Um, I always love giving Valentine's Day gifts to my kids and to my grandkids now. And, you know, I just remember that from my mom. My mom always made sure that we had a little Valentine's Day present from her. So it was really sweet. And, of course, I love my sisters, nieces and nephews, um, friends. Um, you know, I love Denise. I have a, a couple of other really close friends that I would say, yeah, I love them and i'm so so happy that god put them in my life but i also want you to think because you can pretty easily make a list of those people the hard part is to think about the people that we don't love those people in our lives that are difficult and uh, just you know when you think about them you kind of get a little bit heated those are the people that we need to concentrate on the most i call them my assignments and God has given me quite a few assignments. These are people that are in my life that, you know, I don't have, sometimes you don't have a choice. You've got some family members or coworkers or, you know, people that you really can't walk away from. You've got to deal with it. And these are the people that we need to pray for. You know, Jesus says in Matthew chapter five, 
uh, verses 43 through 48, um, he talks about loving your neighbor. And, and um, he, he says that you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. So he's saying, you know, it's it's not a big ask for you to love the people who are good to you and, and who you enjoy being around and, you know, your children and those things. That's easy. That's easy. He's asking you to do the hard thing, to love the people who get under your skin, uh, maybe the people who have wronged you, you know, and I'm not saying that you need to go and embrace them and hang out with them and, you know, send them birthday presents, but you do need to express that feeling to God because he can, he can take that and make it into something for you. Um, I think, and there's a, um, a chapter in, oh gosh, I'm going to get the, the name of the book here in a minute, but about praying for the people who um, you resent, okay, basically. And by doing so, the resentment slowly starts to, to crumble. And it might not ever go away completely, but it softens. And, you know, that's all God is asking us to do, is to keep in mind that He loves them. He loves them. And even though you might not love them, and you might not really want good things to happen for them, God does. He died for them just as much as he died for you. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. So we can't say, God, you shouldn't be doing good things for those people. They're not worth it. Look what they did to me. And God says, well, love them. Love them. You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. I wish that he would not have told us to love our enemies because it would, it would be so much easier you know, to justify my resentment and my anger, but he didn't. So I will throw it back to Denise with that. And I really appreciate you coming and spending time with us today and listening to the Love Podcast. And I wish you all a wonderful and happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for listening. I know it has probably been real confusing this week. It's been just as confusing for us trying to get it together and we really appreciate you taking time out of your week to listen to us. So I'm going to go ahead and close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to spread your word to our listeners and our followers. Lord, we are just so thankful to have you in our lives. And Lord, we know that you are one true love. And we are so incredibly blessed. Without you, we know that we are so unforgiven and depraved. Lord, we know that we can never repay you for everything that you've given us. So we're just so grateful. And we just praise you and we love you. And we pray all this in your name and in your son Jesus' name. Amen. So ladies and whoever else listens to this this week just take a moment to sit down and write that love letter to god or to jesus and you know just steal it away put it away or you know frame it make it pretty put it on your wall i don't know do whatever feels right to you 
and you know you can also you know share a copy with us email it to us let it let us read it anonymously or you can put who it's from it doesn't matter but we would love to share those letters um, online so yeah looking forward to reading some of those and we will um yeah we'll talk to you or we will share with you next week i think we're going to be starting a series on the fruit of the spirit starting next week so we look forward to uh reading those letters from you please send in your prayer request and uh remember that you are loved thanks for listening to the renewed mind life podcast we hope you are encouraged and blessed by it please like follow us and leave reviews wherever you listen to podcasts you can also follow us on facebook instagram and twitter visit our website at renewedmindlife.net to subscribe to devotionals read our blog and sign up for more information about upcoming courses god bless you and may you be renewed in your mind